Bonjour and good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our 10th, count them, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your hosts, the Brazilian Mountaineer, Lucas Ham. Hi. Also with me, the Judge. The jury and executioner of fake news, and my Nova bro, Patrick Novacell. Mm, that's real news. Nice. Yeah, it is. Next to him, a man of few words, but many laughs, and our own resident renegade, Ronnie Johantis. Hello. And last but certainly not least, he's got music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, my fellow man of the cloth, Mark Boucher. Good morning. Welcome to the double digits, guys. And rest easy in the fact that Lucas can count to 10. That is correct. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, welcome. If it's not, then welcome back. I really can't believe you're still here. Uh, speaking of that, I also can't believe that Ronnie, Pat, and Mark are here. Because for the first time ever, we're doing a morning show, baby. I, I didn't agree to this, but okay. I think we already lost Ronnie. <laughs> Shut up, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can tell you had your coffee this morning, my friend. <laughs> so before we begin, let's just jump right into some housekeeping. Housekeeping. I also cannot speak in the morning as I cannot speak at night sometimes. Uh, quick shout out to the two countries listening to us. Well, two of the countries listening to us. Canada. A country of two languages, English and... Francais. Canadian. Francais. What did you say, Pat? Canadian. <laughs> Canadian. Oh, yes. They speak English and Canadian. And Fantastic. say goodbye to all our Canadian fans. Later. There they go. See you later. Eh? See you later. Eh? <laughs> a bientôt. Uh, the second country is England, a country that, though it misspells many English words, it has the best accent in the world, in my opinion. True story. Oi! True story. Good day, Governor. How you doing today? I think I'm going to just do the rest of the show with British accent. Is that okay? No. Oh, please do. Yes. <laughs> well, that wake you guys up. You'll be ready for some tea and crumpets. Yes. Yes. All 100% yes. Continue. I don't think that'll you work. You know what? No sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when uh, we have Box Day or... Uh, I don't know, one of them British holidays, I don't know when they are. Uh, anyways, outside of the countries that listen to us, another piece of housekeeping uh, on our 10th episode, this is a momentous occasion, on our decade episode, I wanted to make sure our listeners, those especially that have survived 10 long episodes with us, we are so glad you're here, and we'd love it so much if you rated and reviewed our our glorious podcast on iTunes. Right now, we are sitting pretty on two reviews and I was thinking for every five reviews, one of us could do something crazy. And then on the 20th review, I will do something even crazier. And I'm talking super crazy. That's, what do you guys think of that? That's pretty crazy. Mm, I like it. Yeah. Okay. So okay. if you want to find out what those crazy things are, listeners, you need to rate us on iTunes. And as soon as we get to the fifth review, 
I will make sure that Patrick does something crazy. Then the 10th, Ronnie, 15th, Mark, and then on the 20th, I will do something crazy. But part of the mystery is you won't find out what that crazy is, thing is mm. until you sounds do like it. A, sounds like a Twitter poll to me. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll just keep leaving our lives in your hands. Now, oh, this is so dangerous. I know. This is very dangerous. Um, since this is our 10th episode, Chalfie the Brown De Niro, or at that Chalfie, on Twitter, he said he had this to say. Now that the at GMG podcast has been on a nice run, what are some podcast cliches or little annoyances that you try to avoid? Breathing into the mic. Ooh, <laughs> keep that breathing down. Yeah, that's a good one. What else, Patrick? What about you? What are some things that you try to avoid now that you've done this for 10 episodes? Try to not say um and uh so much i know in the in the earlier episodes we were saying uh yeah yeah so uh we're tr- i'm trying to do better than that and i think we are i think we are doing <clears> better than that. <throat> yeah i think so too ronnie how about you buddy i think i just generally try and not like bang into stuff like on my desk because patrick edits and he yells at me every time for that yeah so, do you do you really try mm, a little bit Yes. <laughs> about as hard as you try I, to watch I, the Superman I, movie. I try to sit as still as possible, but I it's hard for me to sit still. <laughs> Fair enough. I'd say for no, me, you've you, you have. Oh no, uh, no. Ronnie, you, you really have done a ton, a ton better. You don't set, you don't sound like a, a drummer now anymore. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's real Keep good. I'd say on my part, I just try to speak with more energy and a little more speed. I think I have a tendency to talk slowly and kind of methodically, but it kind of puts me to sleep the more I listen to myself. And I find myself to be kind of annoying to listen to. So I try to just make myself more annoying and talk faster. And I and I hope that comes across to all of you. So glad you're hosting. Good job. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I could have sworn the Micro Machines guy was hosting. You're talking so fast now. Talking so fast. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sure as we go on, we'll discover more cliches, more little annoyances. Um, I've already noticed that there are some phrases, and uh, I think we all have them, little phrases that we say from time to time or we repeat. Uh, I, I think especially last episode, I heard myself, I can't remember which phrase I used, but there were a few that I just kept saying over and over, and I'm like, man, I need to be more creative in my responses to things. So anywho, uh, moving on. Why don't you guys tell us something good? Let's get into our What's New News, where we talk about sports, video games, our lives, a little bit of everything. We gather around that old watering hole. Uh, Why don't we start with Ronnie today? Yes, yes, I get the first chance here. And to kind of lead you into this, Ronnie, I have to ask, for the fourth time, have you watched that Superman yet? Superman movie? Hmm? Well, I actually have not. No! I don't even I don't even have a response anymore to you. I gotta be honest, I am running out of excuses. Yeah, you are. I so we're up was... to we should be up to twenty percent or twenty five percent chance in the coming. My week. book of my book of excuses, I am at the end of it. I don't I don't have any left. So yeah, I just didn't do it. That's it. How about, how about when on. we reach five reviews, you'll watch Superman? Will that give you incentive? What would give you incentive? I don't feel like a punishment's going to work because you're just not going to do it. So what? how mm. could we reward you? 
How one many one reviews two. do we have? How many reviews do we have right now? We have two, so we need mm. three more. That means you guys are just going to do it, so I think we should do ten. All and right. I'm, and I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm, so I'll be forced to watch it. Mark will do something. Mark or Pat, I can't remember what order I said earlier because I didn't write it down and I, my memory is terrible. So either Mark or Pat will do something crazy at five reviews, then ten reviews will be Ronnie. He will do something crazy and watch Superman, the original movie. <laughs> Everybody that on the show true. will shave their head. That's <laughs> yeah, a negative. I'm not doing that. <laughs> We'll, <laughs> I've done it before, and I'll do it again. We'll do that at 100 reviews. Actually, I shave my head all the time, so I'll definitely do that at 20 reviews. That's not, That's not fair. Crazy enough, we'll change it. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. I won't do it. So uh, my week was actually pretty good. I um, had a really good weekend. I, I played volleyball like I normally do, uh, like on Friday nights. And then on uh, Saturday, um, I went out, which was different from, from what I – I guess from what I had done, I think like I always call it like kind of in my past life. Um, so, you know, I, I do a lot of different things now that just random things go out. We went out for uh, a friend for volleyball's birthday um, and we uh, we hit up a couple places. We actually went up and watched a volleyball like a, like an AVP. They call it like an AVP next tournament. So it's like a, it's like a bunch of um, I guess like semi-professional volleyball players, professional volleyball players, people travel from. Um, you know, all over to come play in these. So we went and watched that, and uh, it was really cool. Uh, it's almost a different like level of uh, just the level of volleyball. It's almost a completely different game because these people are so good at it. It's like a uh, semi-professional. So yeah, I think a lot of the, a lot of the people that play in that will actually go play in AVP like tournaments. Nice. Um, you know, the stuff you would see on TV. You have to. I think you have to get an invite to these tournaments uh, from like AVP. So. It was really cool to go up and watch that. It's just a, you know, it's a whole, just a whole different level. It's a, it looks like a whole different game from the game of volleyball we play, but uh, it was it was really cool. I hadn't uh, I hadn't gone up and watched one of those yet, but we went and watched that. You know, watched I think probably for about three or four hours, and we you know we watched the finals and everything. It was uh, really really intense volleyball, but really awesome to watch. Now is that also co-ed, or is that just all male, all female teams? So that particular tournament was uh, there was a male, a male and female tournament. So it was uh, two males and like two females on the opposite side. So there was men's and women's, uh, but it was not co-ed. Gotcha. Uh, so we got to watch both sides of those, and actually, my uh, my personal trainer is uh, like on that level of volleyball. She plays. So she played in that tournament too. They, I think they, they finished runner up. So it was, it was pretty cool to watch. Nice. But other than that, we, uh, we went out with some friends afterwards. It was, like I said, somebody from uh, one of the people we play volleyball with. It was her birthday, so we went out to a couple places and uh, had a really great time. And then Sunday morning, uh, I actually played in a volleyball tournament. Um, it's the first doubles tournament that I've played in. Nice. And uh, it was with, it was a co-ed tournament with somebody I'd never played with before. And uh, we did really good. Well, I, I should say the end result was really good. So how they work these tournaments is there's an upper and a lower. So you sign up for upper or lower. We signed up for lower. Upper is more like that, almost like that AVP or like open level player. So we'd have gotten destroyed in that one. So we signed up mm -hmm. for the lower. There were 30 teams. So what you do is you play like four rounds of uh, pool play to determine like your tournament seating. And then that lower group of 30 teams they split into an upper and a lower so in pool play we actually went one and three which is not great but um 
it got that us like, into but that the, was more like preseason. So kind of, yeah, yeah. You didn't have so to take it um, too seriously. Yeah, and we had uh, we had some really good teams in our pool also. So we, I, I thought we played really well, even though we were one and three. It was, you know, still okay. But we got put in the lower of that, and uh, me and my partner ended up winning that. So it was, it was really cool. Um, oh, nice. I have not actually Good won. Work. Uh, I've I haven't won an actual tournament. I think other than like a charity tournament, like at work. So it was yeah, it was really cool to win. My partner was awesome. Uh, cool, she kind of carried she kind of carried me at times, which was which was pretty cool. Um, we won we won a new volleyball, like a really nice volleyball and like a volleyball like book bag and everything. So cool, it, nice. yeah, it was it was definitely neat, and uh, I hadn't uh, hadn't experienced that one yet. So. But that's so. Do you guys? Was, does your team have a? Did your team have a name like last time? Do no. Ronnie the, says. <laughs> make Ronnie do it. Was that make was Ronnie do it? That's time. what sorry, I forgot. Which, <laughs> yeah. Whatever Ronnie yeah. says, make Ronnie do it. Yeah. No, the way they do it with doubles is they just call the two individuals' names. All right, that makes. So sense. they would just like they they would just call our names or have it down. Um, you don't okay. have to have like did a they, team name. When did you they use doubles. your last name? They did not believe it or not. Aww, it was uh, too bad. They, they used Ronnie. They used everybody's first name. So yeah, that would have been but, that uh, would have been funny if they tried to do your last name. They probably were gonna do last names, and then they saw yours, and they're like, "Uh, we better go with first names." Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think they they everybody's uh, scared away by the last name. They're like, "Mister Ronnie." <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie. I'm Ron. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, I, I can always tell the like the telemarketers that call my phone and stuff. Like they pick it up and they're like, "Hello, Mister," and it's definitely the first time they've ever looked at my name, and they just pause. <laughs> That's your chance to hang up on their face. Uh, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm the right guy. What do you need?" <laughs> um, but no, we we um, me and my partner we we didn't play as great when we first started because we never have played together, and then we came on like really strong later and played really well together. And I think uh the the girl that i played with we're gonna start playing regularly like on sundays coming up so uh it worked out really well um and and it was it was a really really good time cool man awesome. but that pretty much pretty that pretty much for me i mean i played a ton of red dead redemption this week again uh it's totally cut into my sleep for the listeners out there it is 5 46 a.m right now and i think i was playing red dead redemption till 2 a.m so I had a solid three hours of sleep. <laughs> oh, it's a, Ronnie, Ronnie, it is, Ronnie. It has really beat me up. I got into the uh, – here, here's, here's the thing. I got into watching YouTube videos about Red Dead Redemption. So I'm watching YouTube videos on where to find, like, all of this cool stuff. So I have, like, a whole list of things that I'm just, like, running down watching these videos. And uh, there's just – man, there's so much to do in that game that it's just – I mean – there's so much gameplay every time you're you know literally just like riding down the trail like on your horse like somebody's always calling out for help or uh like hey come over here and it's like you can't like for me like i don't want to miss any of these like little stories and stuff so i'm like no i'm doing all of these so i never get to what i'm actually trying to do like it is it is just like grand theft auto uh only there's just so many like side missions that you can do but um so yeah what kind of youtube videos are you watching so um I watched a bunch of different ones. Uh, sometimes if I'm like bored at work, I'll put them on in the background and like just kind of pay attention like as I'm like as I'm working through stuff and sometimes not pay attention as I'm working through stuff and just <laughs> watching the videos. <laughs> but um, uh, the one the one that I did most recently was uh, in the game, you can find like treasure maps 
and there's one in particular treasure, and I can't remember the name of it, but there's three maps, and you is find the, the first the map. Jack Brown it or something like that? S- what is it? Was it like the Jack Brown gang or something, the Jack gang or something like that? Is that it, what you're talking about? Yeah. The first yeah, three it, maps? Yeah, it could be. I, I, I cannot remember the name of it at all. I don't know if I ever yeah, paid okay. attention <laughs> to it. So it's you find map. Yeah, you find this map, and then that leads you to a second map, and then that map leads you to a third map. The third map actually leads you to where the treasure is. So in the game, that treasure is four gold bars, which is a lot Whoa. in that game. Yeah, it's like they're like five hundred. They're like five hundred dollars each. You can sell them for. So like really, like once you get that, you don't pretty much have to worry about money at all. So I was able to like pay down all my bounties, which was great because I was being hunted all the time. <laughs> nice. Now, Ronnie, I don't um, know about you, but the times I've watched some of those videos or just seen like complete walkthroughs of where all these collectibles and stuff are, is it not amazing how people have found these things naturally? Like it, how it many is, man it is hours un- does it take to find some of this stuff? It is unbelievable that people have found these because like for the people who have never played, basically your guy in the game opens up this map and it just has like a landmark of some kind. One of them is like just a dead tree. <laughs> it's like, how did anybody ever find this? Like I would have had to randomly walk next to this tree and it'd give me like an option to search the tree. Um, but I have no idea how people, like the, the yeah, amount of time somebody must have put in to find all of those would just be like just astonishing to find some of these. And then even like the like the end result, the end treasure is actually behind a waterfall. You like have to just walk through the waterfall. Like so yeah. you wouldn't know unless you, know, you just randomly walk unless through. Unless you walk through the waterfall, yep. Yeah, and even and once down. you get in there, it's this gigantic cave. And like I would have probably if I didn't see the video, I would have never even like seen where the treasure was at because yeah. like, it's in this weird spot. You would have so, been like, "Oh, cool, cave. Okay, I'm leaving." Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that somebody actually did for me and <laughs> i could just watch the videos because wow that would have taken forever now my other question is in watching these videos at work how many times have you hit alt tab when your bosses or someone's come by your computer or are you like unashamedly watching these videos no so the thing is i, I normally um I, like i'll put something on in the background like sometimes i'll listen to like a documentary or something on youtube so it's a video and it's just my phone sitting over there playing so a lot of times i'm just listening to it uh, for that one in particular, like I found it, like I'm listening to the guy go through it and I like saved it so that when I come home, I could really like see where the actual points are. So there, I think there's, there's really not that many times where I'm like, Oh, I really need to watch this. You know what I mean? Like just, it's kind of just background noise for while I'm working. So it's, yeah, I, I don't, I don't catch myself like just completely staring at them. Um, as That's much good. as it seems like, as much as it seems like that would happen, um, it's just something on in the background because I'm allowed to have like headphones in while I'm, uh, while I'm working and stuff. So it, it definitely makes the day go by so much faster. Cool. Nice. But that, uh, that you? for me, oh, no, go ahead. yeah, that, that's, that was pretty much all, uh, all my week. Uh, won my first tournament, played a ton of red dead. Um, but yeah, good week for me for sure. How about any news? You got any news for us? Sports? How about them Bengals, you know, huh? Yeah, so so the Bengals in the drain. were absolutely dismantled by the Saints, man. It was so bad. Uh, I'm glad that I played in that tournament on Wednesday, so I didn't sit in misery like watching that because it was I would I I would have never been able to sit through it. I mean, it was just an absolute beatdown. Like that's what it looks like when a good team plays a regular team. <laughs> they just yeah. they just crushed the Bengals. The Saints did. 
Um, and the only news story that uh, I had, and, and actually Patrick brought this up earlier in the week, is it, it's looking more like, uh, I know I had talked about Le'Veon Bell and how he was holding out earlier, um, I think a couple episodes ago. Yep. Um, it does not look like he is going to come back this season at all at this wow. point. And uh, I, I think that story in itself is very interesting. I understand why he's holding out. Um, a lot of people are, are angry about that. In the meantime, I think he was holding out and the Steelers started off horribly. So um, it was looking like they really needed him and maybe they would give in. But then all of a sudden, now they're looking like a playoff team again without him. So mm. I really, uh, I, I doubt they're going to uh, give him a contract at any point. And it doesn't look like he is going to come back. So it's an interesting story because I think in the NFL, you have a very short time to get your, you have a very short amount of time to get your money because of how violent the sport is. And especially from a running back uh, standpoint, you're, you're, you know, a guy that gets tackled literally every single play. Um, it, it's interesting because he, he, I, I would consider him the best running back in the NFL. And, um, you know, he could have come out and played this year and, injured his knee and then never gotten another good contract again. You know, it could have ended it for him. And, uh, you know, he's holding out because, you know, he doesn't want that to happen. You know, he wants his big contract before he comes back out into the field. And I mean, from a player standpoint, like I get it uh, because their, you know, their time playing in the NFL is so short. I mean, you know, it's only a couple of years. It's like the average NFL like length of time. So I get why he's holding out. And I also get why people would be upset that he's holding out. Cause here you got this guy making millions of dollars and like, no, I, I want to make more millions of dollars. So I'm going to sit out. But um, yeah, I think it's just the, the nature of the sport and how everything is set up. But I honestly, I tend to lean a little bit more towards the players. I, like I get it from, from Le'Veon Bell's standpoint of, yeah. I mean, if he goes out there and gets injured for the contract that he has currently, um, you know, he's not going to get, he's not going to get another good contract after that. Um, but then, also, from the Steelers' standpoint, I also get them not, <clears throat> excuse me, I also get them not paying him because, you know, uh, from their perspective, like, no, we have you under contract for this amount of money, and we want you to play this season for this amount of money. So, it's a really interesting story, but it doesn't look like he is going to come back at all at this point. Yeah, and- it's crazy. That's, uh, I mean, like, he is twenty-seven years old, and like you said, the running back position is the most short, is the shortest tenure of all the positions in the NFL. I mean, they play what? maybe seven years tops. I mean, once you hit the 30-year-old mark, then it's pretty much like you are one of the oldest running backs in the league. You're not going to get a long-term contract and everything. It's like you, the, the running backs, really really the prime is like 21 years old to pretty much 28 years old. Yeah, I, mean, I think... Once you hit 29 think, and 30, I mean, yeah. I was going to go along with what you're saying. I think once you hit 30 years old, you're you're so susceptible to injury. I mean, I think the other day I was drying my hair and I about broke my neck. And, uh, you know, <laughs> that's, once you, and just imagine like doing that on the football field, you know, you're, you're so susceptible to injury once you hit your 30s. I mean, for him, he's taken such a big risk holding out for so long. But continue, Pat. Yeah. Sorry, just wanted to throw that in. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like once you hit 30 as a running back position, in the running back position, I mean, you're, you're considered old. Whereas other positions, I mean, you can play like until you're, 35 40 years old especially at the quarterback position and some defensive positions or a uh, kicker but yeah i mean like he's he is holding out because he doesn't want to get injured so he can play a little bit longer uh you know and make more money um so 
so yeah, I mean, I, 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 I see where why he's holding out, um, and but the Steelers, I mean, their running back that has uh, that has is playing right now in place of Le'Veon Bell is just doing so well that they don't need Le'Veon to come back. Yeah, definitely, and and I think um, like for the so I I played football like growing up, so it's always been one of my favorite sports, and like the the only way I can describe it if you. If you've never played football before, so like in high school, we you know Friday night football games and stuff like that. You wake up every Saturday morning, and the best way I can describe it is you feel like you've been in like a serious car accident every time. Like it, it's just you you are so beat up from the game, and um, it like I I can't man I can't imagine like these guys actually playing this like as a profession. Like how beat up they must actually be from it because it is it's it's not like anything else like it's just you you are sore everywhere you're bruised like you find like new bruises like every time you wake up like saturday mornings were always so rough and that was just like high school football you know these guys have gone on and played college then in the professionals like it it's amazing to be honest with you that their bodies are even holding up as long as they do yeah right for sure i think that for him it comes down to risk versus reward and he I mean, I, I'm honestly surprised that he's waiting out to the point where he's not even going to play the whole year. But, you know, I think a lot of people do this with jobs. Um, you know, I know some people that that they'll take any job and they'll do anything because when it comes down to it, they just need something that's going to pay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on the other hand, the kind of person that I'll take a lot lower pay if I get to do what I love. And if I get to, you know, live out my passions and, and really connect and help people. Um, and I think for... For this guy, he's he just wants to maximize the amount of money he's going to have because he knows that with his position, he's not going to have, uh, you know, he's not going to have a lot of money over a long period of time. He needs to get the most that he can now, especially being 27 years old. He's got, if everything works out, he's got a good three or four years maybe left in him. But at the same yeah. time, he only has a good three or four years left in him. And if he sits out this whole season, there's no physically and in terms of his career there's no up for that the only thing that it's doing is maybe giving him a chance of making more money down the road but i just can't imagine it's going to equal to what he's going to miss out on this year i think one of the things that he's doing right now i mean sitting out one year at, at age 27 i mean that can keep it that can you know regenerate his body uh because like ronnie said i mean it's one of the most dif difficult bruising sports because it's you know everybody's hitting each other almost every play um i mean now he's gonna be he's gonna have one year that he's fully healthy he wasn't getting battered and bruised uh so does that mean that's gonna uh make his career a little bit longer i don't know only time will tell yep so mark how about you what kind of news you got for us buddy so some things of note from my week uh friday night uh i took my wife out on a date night and that's something i highly recommend to any married couples continue mm -hmm. to date your spouse uh set aside time to just go on a date night in some way whether that be taking your wife out or husband or whatever um or you know maybe a movie night or or something like that so definitely recommend that uh, and i took for my sure. wife for sure yeah I took my wife to I'm Mexican. Like, no, negative. <laughs> Man, I thought I had it. Nope, you did not. Sorry, sir. Uh, 
I took my wife McDonald's. <laughs> that is also not it. <laughs> I took my Ooh, Taco Bell. No, dang it. <laughs> what is Jack in the Box? <laughs> what is Jack? <laughs> and we're playing Jeopardy now. Okay. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> no, I took my wife to one of those cool like Japanese hibachi grills where they cook the food in front Ooh. of you. Nice. I love nice. those. Oh, delicious. Food. Yeah, it's a it's place. A it's a place in town called Wasabi. Um, much better than McDonald's. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, and and much. Mark, when you saw the name of the restaurant, how much did you want to go? Wasabi. Wasabi. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, my wife I'm, just I'm... looks at you with that look, like seriously, this is a date. That... Date night's over. Well, Date night's over. Take me home I now. Go home. <laughs> well, no, she's uh, she's three years younger than me, so she probably wouldn't have gotten that reference. <laughs> she probably doesn't. Fair enough. Have, yeah, that makes probably, me sad. Yeah, it does, but you know, such is life. So, I yeah, I took her to this Japanese sabachi grill, which was amazing. It's always fun to watch those guys make the food, and they really try to entertain and have fun with it. Did and they make the onion volcano? They did. They did indeed. And they they flipped the shrimp at you. Uh, yeah, I think they did flip the shrimp. Yep. Did, did you guys catch it in your mouth, or did you have? No, they didn't. He didn't go that far. But I've seen I've seen it where they do that. Um, oh yeah, but not this time. No, uh, it was. I some... remember he threw it at my daughter once, and she definitely got slapped in the forehead with a piece <laughs> of shrimp. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> I will say that I laughed before I helped her with the, you know, wiping it off her face. Or I think she was like five years old or four. Yeah, definitely. Um, but no, it was actually somebody's birthday at that at the table there, so they're all like paying attention to her and and stuff like that, and uh, trying to make her laugh and all that kind of stuff. And the dude, um, he had like a little water gun because there were little kids at the table. And so the, he had like a little water gun that he would just randomly shoot water at people and uh, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, the food was great. Uh, and and uh, so I couldn't complain there. And my wife enjoyed it. And, uh, and then we just came home and, and chilled out. So and then. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we did. And so Saturday was a real just chill day. Um I, I tend to be more introverted, and so I kind of need those days um, to, uh, you know, kind of just recharge and chill out and just do whatever. Um, so Saturday was pretty much a chill day. Um, and then one other thing of note, Sunday night was, of course, Exploding Kittens Night uh, with the family. And I'm pretty excited because my in-laws actually got their own copy of Exploding Kittens. No way! Yeah. Nice. So, uh, my uh, my mother in law actually works for um, the school of education at the at the university around here, um, and uh, she works for Liberty, um, and so she has a lot of different like education groups come to their house uh, for different events and stuff, and she bought it specifically for them. Uh, so, I was pretty happy about that, and uh, we got to test out continue to test out our the new expansions that I got for for exploding kittens vomiting kittens yeah vomiting yes. kittens <laughs> uh, 
I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited because the other day I, I, I stumbled upon the fact, and, and Lucas, I think you have utilized this, um, the fact that you can do mobile streaming now through Twitch. So I may be streaming some, some, uh, some Exploding Kittens games. Yeah, right. I like to see that game in action. No doubt. I'll make sure to watch after I eat food, or should I do it before? <laughs> Maybe, Maybe it's kind of like swimming, and I should wait an hour and then watch because i don't want anything to that's probably you know. that's probably best it's probably best <laughs> yeah but I have no uh, idea how disgusting this game is it's it's if not. it's as disgusting as it sounds <laughs> if it's as disgusting as you make it sound um but yeah that's pretty much my 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 week um on the gaming front though uh lots and lots and lots and lots of black ops 4 uh, for sure. Blops. Yeah, Blops 4. Especially with Mr. Patrick. Uh, so that's been awesome. Yeah. I was pretty I was pretty pumped. You know, I'm not the greatest Black Ops 4 player. Um, and, and so, you know, a lot of times I got to celebrate the small victories. And, and so the other night I was playing with Patrick and he was uh, he was in one of the garages of this house. And he got attacked by this group and was killed. And he was like, dude, there, there's like two or three guys downstairs. You got to go downstairs. You got to avenge me. You got to go down. You got to use a, a cluster <laughs> grenade. And so I'm like, yep, I'm going to run downstairs. And sure enough, like the door was closed. I opened the door, just tossed the grenade in and then run away. And it killed everybody in the room. <laughs> that, was, that was so funny. It was I watched awesome. the video. Yeah, I watched the video the other day. That was nice. And then Mark proceeds to laugh hysterically because, oh, dude, it was so good. It's just like, here, have a little bit of this and just run away. (laughs) And I think that actually happened like a second time, although it didn't work as well as the first time. I think I threw a frag. Yeah, you threw a frag, but then your controller batteries went that dead. was so annoying like my batteries oh on my, my controller di- died and i'm just standing there after this huge firefight erupts after i threw this frag grenade and and so i can't do anything and i'm like running to try to put my batteries I'm like, I'm like mark get back in there get back mark! in there he's like my controller died <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's the worst uh, you know of course they they killed me before i ever even got all the ba- got the batteries in so but yeah, so that, lots of That's black. why you do PlayStation 4, because you don't need batteries. Just saying. The True. more you know. True. True. But I find, I find okay. that my PlayStation... Maybe it's just my controller. I find that my PlayStation 4 controller, you know, runs out of battery a lot quicker than my Xbox One does. Mm. Yeah. I find myself I having to charge that a lot more often. But in any case, that's neither here nor there. Um... So, but yeah, that was pretty much my, my week. Uh, Patrick, your week, sir. Do you have any, uh, do you have any gaming news for us? Yep. Totally forgot about that. Thank you, Patrick. So yeah, uh, a thing happened this past weekend involving, uh, involving some Xbox news. Xbox kind of, uh, held their, uh, their kind of, their version of PSX. They call it XO. Um, it's XO 18. Um, this year, obviously being 2000. Now, this is this the first time they've done that because I had no idea they had their own. This is this is play, not their own Xbox experience. This is not the first time they've done it, um, but it's it's okay. growing. 
which is which is awesome. And it was nice to have this in the absence of PSX this year. Um, which I mean, it's no big deal. It's fine. You know, if they if PlayStation didn't have anything to show, it's no big deal. But um, but it was nice to have this kind of thing. And 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 Xbox made several different announcements uh, during this big presentation, which was held, I believe, in Mexico City. Um, in but, Mexico. Yeah. Can um, you run down some of those real quick? Because I did not see or hear what those were. I just heard there were lots of good things. Okay, so first of all, Microsoft Studios has acquired two new game development companies. Uh, well, they're not new, but new to Xbox. Um, that is Obsidian Entertainment, that you might know for... Uh, wow, they did get them, yep. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd heard that was going to happen. Game, That's awesome. Games like, uh, they did Knights of, the, Knights of the Old Republic 2, I want to say. I think, yeah, they did 2. And Fallout and They were Vegas. working on 3. Yep, Fallout Vegas. Vegas. They got canceled. For sure. Um... And I just want to point this out because this is in the article. The fact that the head of Microsoft Studios, his name is Matt Booty. Um, <laughs> booty got a little booty. Yeah. Um, so he announced the acquisition of these what? of these two studios, which are heavily involved with uh, with actually RPG type games. So that's going to be big for for Xbox um, now and in the future with their next-gen consoles. Um, so, and then we got a little bit of Crackdown 3 news. Um, they, is, that, is that game ever going to come out? It I'd is. Really like to know. It is. And they, in did fact, they put a date on that? They did. They slapped a date on that. The date for if release. If you wanted, then you put a shit of date on it. I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Haven't they put a date on it before and it still got delayed? Yeah. I feel like that happened. Pretty I, sure. I feel like I feel like this is coming coming down to it because it's pretty close. Uh, Crackdown three is releasing on February fifteenth, twenty nineteen. So we're we're getting pretty close to it now. I mean, could look at him going coming out a week before all the other stuff unleashes on the twenty second. Which which is that's a good idea. Smart of them. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. That's what I'm saying. That's a, it's a good idea to get out of the way of that. Mm-hmm. They should just release it now. I mean, that would be wonderful. If it's going to come out a week before Anthem or whatever those co- is coming out in February, I'm just going to save my money. I mean, they just released uh, Crackdown 1 for free, so did. I'm probably just going to play that. Okay, so this Crackdown Crackdown 3 looks like 50 bajillion times better than Crackdown 1 ever did. So. Mm. Uh, I haven't really been paying attention to Crackdown 3. Well, you should, sir, because it looks awesome. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, Mark. Yes, Marcus James. <laughs> Doesn't it have a Terry... Terry Crews? Someone. Yeah, Terry Crews is the crackdown guy. Yeah. He's the main protagonist. He's got his old spice. And he's like... Oh, that's total. That's right. Maybe I will check this out. Yeah. I love Terry Crews. I was Terry gonna, Crews is the best. He makes me smile. I was going to whistle, but I don't know how that comes out on uh, on a microphone. I was going to whistle the old spice theme. But... But yeah, so Crackdown Perfect. 3 is coming out on... Uh, Crackdown 3 is coming out on February 15th. It is, and this is a big thing, Patrick, since I'm pretty sure you have Game Pass. I do. It is coming to Game Pass on the day it releases. Uh, oh, no way. Okay, yep, I'm checking this out. Go. So awesome. you don't even have to buy it. Can't um, beat free. Great. True story. Uh, alongside the campaign mode, it'll also have a multiplayer mode called Wrecking Zone, which is, uh, you know, two teams of five 
in very destructible battle arenas, which is cool. Um, and as Patrick alluded to, the original Crackdown right now is free in the Microsoft Store now until November 30th. So if you want to check that out, you want to get your Crackdown on, um, you can check that out. It's it's a cool game, but this Crackdown 3 looks way better than, than that game does. But that's my opinion. Um, and also coming to Game Pass for free is uh, the old PUBG Player Unknown's Battlegrounds is coming to Xbox Game Pass, so they're trying. They're really trying. Trying to give it away. <laughs> please play this game. Don't go play Come Blackout. Back. Please give it away. Please Come play back. Back. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that is available on Game Pass right now. Um, and so in addition to that, they announced uh, the old Hellblade. Uh, it's newest sacrifice is getting a physical copy. It's getting a physical edition. Uh and it's also coming to Game Pass in December. Um, they had some news on Kingdom Hearts 3. They had a, a trailer for that. That comes out in January. I want to say that's January 29th. Um, and so that is heavily anticipated. Um, Final Fantasy 13, that whole series. Uh, 13, 13, 2, Lightnings, whatever. I can't remember. Um, oh, it's right in front of me. 13, 13, 2, and Lightning Returns. Uh, those will, will all be getting backwards compatibility um, and some other things mainly the fact that we got some announcements for Just Cause 4 and Devil May Cry 5 just some gameplay videos for that um, another thing is that uh, mouse and keyboard support is coming to the Xbox uh, for, to, for 14 different titles and uh, I'll list those off real quick. Bomber Crew, Warface, Children of Morta, Minion Master, DayZ, Warframe, Strange Brigade, Deep Rock Galactic, Warhammer Vermintide 2, Moonlighter, Wargroove, Vigor, War Thunder, Exmorph Defense, and the big one, Fortnite. They will all be taking... Yeah, Whoa! We'll all be... Whoa. Fortnite's getting mouse and keyboard support. Wow. All hail Master That is going to be huge. <laughs> For those that have Fortnite, I mean... Uh, if you're going to want to get precision and get better then get a mouse and keyboard. Oh my gosh. I didn't I didn't know under know like 89% of those games you just Yeah, said. I've heard some but of Fortnite. Them. Uh, like, so my question is man, and I think huge. I've heard the answer to this before when people can use mouse and keyboard with their games, they are going to be mixed in with people using controllers, right? That is correct. Exactly. How is that even fair? Yes. It's not and anybody well, with a controller It's available to you. So you might as well just go ahead and get yeah, it, man. Because you're gonna get screwed. Well, I, anybody, yeah, anybody I with a controller. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that with a ten foot pole. Mm -hmm. Anybody oh, with a controller, sure. be prepared to die much more often than you do now. So, yeah. <laughs> um, also Xbox announced that they're going to be doing a winter of arcade. Now, for those who are Xbox fans, you might remember that there was a summer of arcade a while back that was really popular where they basically highlight different games throughout the summer. Well, there will be a winter of arcade this year. Um, they have not announced... Yeah, I can't wait yeah, for that. They haven't announced any games yet, but it is coming. And uh, on top of all that, um, they announced 16 new games coming to, to Game Pass, in, including PUBG, uh, as we talked about. Um, I'm not going to name them all, but the big standouts, of course, are, are PUBG and both... The Ori games, uh, including the Will of the Wisps, that's coming out sometime soon. I, I don't think they have a new date yet. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that was pretty much all the big news. So I think I think Xbox really had a solid presentation with that, and they got they had some good news. So, all right, cool. Now, Patrick, your week, sir. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so my week, I really didn't do much other than the normal, you know, grind with the work and family. But what I did do that really stood out this past week is on Saturday night, I met up with super listener, Chad Fackler. Chad Fackler. Yeah. So his his wife, his wife is from Cincinnati. She's got family here. so, uh, So they have ties from Cincinnati. So they were coming in and they were saying hi to their family. And then he reached out to me and said, Hey, I'm going to be in Cincinnati. Let's, let's meet up. So we, we met up at, uh, at a restaurant on Saturday night and hung out with uh, him and his wife for a couple hours. His wife's name uh, is which Jen, was right? Jen Fackler. Hi, yes. Jen. And, Hello. Hi. Yeah, hey, Jen. Hey. So it was, it was actually pretty cool to uh, finally meet our super listener, Chad Fackler, you know, cause he, he retweets and says to follow Fr- Friday on Twitter. Um, and he is a, a pretty good part of our community here at the good morning guys. So it's a pretty big shout out to him and his wife. Um, so it was actually, they're actually really cool people. Um, got to really get to know them. And one of the questions I did ask Chad, I was like, Chad, do you really listen to all these podcasts that you say to follow on Fridays? And he said, yeah, that's crazy. So he's got a job that allow, allows him to listen to several podcasts a day. More than several. It's like, uh, it's like more than a dozen, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I think he's up to like, 20 something. oh it's i think it's like he, he puts out like four five six tweets uh, uh every friday with all these podcasts yeah. that people should follow and i asked him i was like how do you make time he's like well some of these podcasts are like 15 20 minutes long some podcasts can be like two hours long uh but some podcasts aren't aren't on a daily basis or weekly basis some may may come out in a month um and he may he said that he may not listen to every single episode but he tries to listen to them all. So um, his his job allows him to do that, uh, which which I wish I would be able to do that. But my job doesn't allow that anymore. I used to listen to multiple podcasts a day, but I can only listen to maybe maybe two to three podcasts a week. Yeah, that's how I so am. It's kind of tough. I used to have a long commute, but now my commute is walking downstairs for breakfast, then walking upstairs for work, and then walking to the bathroom, and then walking back to my computer. So <laughs> I can listen to like one podcast a week i guess with all my walks up and down the stairs and dishwashing uh, yeah it's i and dishwashing oh geez yeah when i wash dishes and uh i that's my main that's my main time actually i actually look forward to washing the dishes because i'm like yes i can listen to married to the games i can listen to our podcast to, to you know do a little critiquing and figure out remember what we talked about and all that stuff but yeah chad <laughs> do you not chad have a dishwasher a yeah, we have a dishwasher, but it's a very economic dishwasher, so it only holds plates, bowls, cups, and uh, silverware. So all pots, all strangely, like, you know, like plat- platters, plates that are shaped yeah. in a weird way, uh, I have to wash all those by hand. So okay. usually what I do is every two or three days I wash by hand, and then every day we use the dishwasher. So, gotcha. so yeah, good times. So yeah, that's that's pretty much uh, pretty much my week. Played a little Call of Duty, uh, got three more victories with my buddy Eric, and then played obviously some more Red Dead Redemption Two. But that's all pretty much all I've been playing this uh, this past week. 
Nice. Cool. As far as news goes, yeah. As far as news goes, something really big happened um, on Monday. Uh, Stan Martin Lieber, also known as Stan Lee, passed away mm. at 95 years old. That was the man who p- pioneered Marvel to what it is today. The man whose cameo in every Marvel movie is just—it's just one of those cool little Easter eggs. Whenever you're watching one of the Marvel movies, um, it's 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 a it's a sad sad day seeing a um, guy who has created all of these heroes and superheroes that we we know uh, today, uh, especially from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, he it's, had. It's a really sad day. He had direct connection to creating Spider-Man, Fantastic Four. Iron uh, Man. Various X Men, yeah, right. Um, so, so I was many. Uh, small little Easter egg or, or uh, a fun fact. So I was looking up like his career. Um, all the you know, there's a ton of articles out there that that pretty much show what his history was, what he did in his personal life, career. One of the things that I saw um, is that the Incredible Hulk wasn't supposed to be green when oh, he was doing the that. the. When he was doing like printouts, it was supposed to be just like a normal flesh color person, uh, but the printer couldn't keep up with all the colors, um, and then one and it started printing the Hulk out green, and they just ran with it. Mm. So that was a kind of a cool little fun fact. But um, instead of talking about uh, talking about his, him passing, uh, I want to actually get into a discussion about um, about how much joy that he's brought to our lives um, and how much he's made us smile, like um, from all the from all the Things he created, like the Incredible Hulk, all the way to what the Avengers are today. Um, so, what are you guys thinking? Uh, what do you guys think about this, um, Mark? I know you. I know you're one of the biggest comic book fans that we have here. Um, why don't you start us off? Yeah, I I have to say I I have to credit Stan Lee with a lot of the things that I enjoyed in my childhood. Um, everybody knows Batman is my favorite superhero, but right behind that is Spider Man. Uh, I absolutely love oh, yeah. Spider-Man and, and just the fact that Spider-Man is, yeah, he's a superhero. He has these special powers. He has this cool suit. Um, he's very smart. He has all these gadgets, but underneath all that, he's just a normal guy. He's a human being. He's, uh, when we, when you first start seeing Spider-Man, he's like a high school kid, uh, with all these problems that high school kids have. And, you know, he's a nerd. And so it's very relatable as a human, very human character. And, and I think uh, Stan Lee, you know, big credit to him for creating a character like that and, and creating characters like Iron Man and the X-Men and Fantastic Four and all that kind of stuff, which unfortunately Fantastic Four hasn't had had a great run on the movie screen. But, you know, they had lots and lots of great stories and um, man, just just a visionary guy. Uh, with a great imagination, um, how crazy For it sure. is that he thought up all these amazing characters. Um, and uh, I, I've always said, like, the day that the day that he goes is going to be a rough day, and it was a rough day. Uh, but it's it's important to to really think back on all the joy that he gave kids and adults, and the fact that it's it's sprouted out to you know, this big old cinematic universe that we have today. Um, and, and the fact that, you know, basically the fantastic four was, was Stan Lee's like his, almost his swan song. You know, he, he, he was, uh, I believe Marvel comics was known by another name. 
uh, in the early days, and uh, they weren't doing very well. And so uh, Stan was ready to quit, and his wife, who has also passed away, uh, was like, you know, if you're going to just do one more and, and just do something that you really want to do, do something that you love. And that was the Fantastic Four. And that basically launched the entire Marvel empire. And and so it's it's definitely a testament to the fact that, you know, you just need to step out and do something that you love um, and just put all your passion into it. Um, and I just want to read this quote real quick uh, that's actually up on the Marvel website uh, in remembrance of Stan Lee. Um, it says, uh, this is from him, obviously. Uh, it says, I used to be embarrassed because I was just a comic book writer while other people were building bridges or going on to medical careers. And then I began to realize entertainment is one of the most important things in people's lives. Without it, they might go off the deep end. I feel that if you're able to entertain, you're doing a good thing. And and so I think that's um, a super powerful quote. Um, you know, we all enjoy entertainment because it, it helps us relax. It helps us escape many times. Um, and, sure. and being a big superhero fan, um, I just enjoyed, uh, all the characters and all the stories that, um, that came out of this man's head. And so, um, big, big, yeah. big props to Stan Lee. Um, I know he's actually filmed, uh, a couple more of his, his cameos for the movie. Like, I think he's filmed Captain Marvel, his can his cameo there and, uh, and, uh, Avengers four, whatever that's going to be called. They've already filmed his cameo. So it is not the last time we have seen Stan Lee, but... Um, I really hope that they did more cameo shots. Yeah. I, I really hope that they they filmed like... Random ones. 30, 40, 50, 50 different scenes. And they could just you know, insert like it a, into the movies. Green screen. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I hope they do so they can keep that legacy yeah. along. But if they, if they don't, I'm sure with all the superhero movies coming out, the Marvel movies, that they'll have some sort of reference or nod to him. Whether that be like a, a picture on a wall or saying his name or a character having the name Stanley, maybe who knows. But I feel like they're going to continue to do that. And I hope they do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Mark, you mentioned, you know, especially when you read that quote, I think what made Stanley so special is that he didn't just make comic book characters. He made something with a passion and he made something that he felt like was going to impact people in a positive way, that it was going to help them escape that was going to help inspire them. And I would say that with every character that you, you see that he's a part of, you, these are characters that are, that are not one-dimensional. They are multi-dimensional. They're relatable. Their stories always have a, a character arc that you can relate to. It's not just like, uh, they're not like, you know, even if they're aliens or their, their, their powers are crazy, uh, he always found some way to humanize them or to make them relatable to where you could connect with them and take inspiration from them. And you yourself would want to be a superhero and would want to be a, a better person. And that's what I truly appreciate about appreciate about Stan Lee, because I think he was one of the first people to do that, to take entertainment, to take comic books to a newer level and not just entertain people, but to inspire people. And I think it also we can't go any much further without saying his favorite catchphrase excelsior excelsior stand exactly excelsior. yeah excelsior excelsior so any other any other thoughts on stanley no. people 
that's it. Yep. All right. Lucas, how was your week? So my week was not a normal week for sure because I have visitors. Um, this past Friday, I went to our international airport in Guarulhos and I picked up my mother and father-in-law, John and Shyla. They're, nice. they're, here to, they're here to visit for the next few weeks. Um, they're actually here to go to the northern part of Brazil to continue a, a ministry, a nonprofit organization that, that they run and uh, where they help people in the northeast with um, just different passion projects and, and help them with uh, kind of getting people's feet off the ground and, and helping them find jobs and, and uh, kind of find hope in, in their lives. Uh, and so they're, but their, their home base is here. Uh, when they come because we have a room set aside for them, our guest room that we have available for any guests, but we actually, when we rented this house here in Sao Paulo, we had them in mind that they would be able to stay here. So they have, they came, they arrived last Friday and they've been here and we've had a good time together. Um, My kids were so completely excited that their grandparents were coming. They're actually the only family that have come to visit us in our six years that we've been here. So every time they come to visit, it's special. And uh, it was a good time for them, uh, for all of us. And during this past weekend, my wife celebrated her birthday. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. My wife, Mindy, is now somewhere in the 30s. I will not say. (laughs) 22 again. 22, yeah, this is her... (laughs) No, I'm not even going to say anymore. I'll get, yeah, I'll get in trouble. But she's celebrating some birthday in the 30s. It's lower. Ab- it's real low. Abort. Super low. Abort. 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 All this, <laughs> this parachute. It's just a knapsack. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Throwing those little yes. smoke grenades. <laughs> yeah. So I took her out to uh, uh, a new burger place. We're burger and pizza people, so we try to we try to find new burger places and pizza places to just try as many burgers and pizzas as we can. So I took her to a place called Madero and it was very good. The burgers were amazing. And, uh, there's not much more you can say other than that. You have to taste it yourself, but it was very good, very good hamburgers, bacon, cheeseburgers. So we did that and just had a nice weekend together. Um, on the gaming front, I continue the classic Nintendo challenge. I started at, last week after the podcast, I started Mario Brothers, not to be confused with Super Mario Brothers. Uh, this is the arcade classic Mario Brothers that is very a very simple arcade platformer where you just have one screen and then you just have a variety of enemies that come out of pipes at the top and then they just walk forward until they reach the pipe at the bottom and then they just go on a loop and there's everything. Wait, is that... Is that did that come out before Super Mario Brothers? So, I don't think I've ever played that one. So in the arcade, it came out before, but to the Nintendo, it came out after, because uh, the original original Super Mario Brothers came to the Nintendo first, and then later on they ported the arcade Mario Brothers to the Nintendo. So it's an oh, older man, Mario, I totally... but it's later on the NES. I totally thought Super Mario Brothers was the first one. Yeah. I think it gets that because Whoa. it is the one that took off the most. That was the most popular. Um, I believe in the arcades, too, even Mario in Donkey Kong, or Jumpman, as they used to call him, he was before Super yeah. Mario Brothers also. Uh, but both of those Mario, yeah. Marios are the lesser-known Marios. Um, 
and so, gotcha. and so it's been it's been interesting that my first few games that I've played in the this this little Nintendo challenge I've gotten to play three different varieties of Mario, and they're all very different. Um, the Super Mario Mario is the easiest to, to control. He can jump the highest, run the fastest. You know, he he can get big. He can you know get firepower and all that stuff. Mario in Donkey Kong was a much sadder version of him because he could only jump like what would be equivalent to a couple feet in real life and he could not fall for anything. If he fell a couple inches from a platform, uh, he would die. And he always had a halo above his head when he would die. Um, (laughs) This Mario did not have any speeds. He only runs fast or he doesn't run at all. Um, you once you start running with him, his feet are almost like Sonic. It's actually very comical because he moves his feet super fast. Um, but in the Mario game, uh, you you encounter turtles, which is normal. You encounter crabs, uh, flies, which is not normal, um, and even little sliding ice balls that, when they reach a platform in the middle, they will turn the platform into ice. And uh, the only way you can kill them is not by jumping on them as my children discovered when they played Mario Brothers, uh, you actually have to hit them from the platform underneath. And they flip upside down. Uh, with crabs, you got to hit them twice because they get mad the first time you hit them. And then the second time, they turn upside down. And then you have to run next to them, and you have to kick them. And you just do like a little soccer kick, and then they fall into the water. It's, it's, it makes things kind of interesting because if you get too jump happy and you hit, some, you hit an enemy multiple times, they'll flip back over, and then they'll proceed to kill you. Uh, if you run into them, and uh, and in the game, there's over 99 levels. I did not play all 99 levels. I played 50. <laughs> there you go. And after I repeated levels over and over and over again, I got I got halfway to 99 and was like, you know what? I'm good. I I, I beat the game, quote unquote. Uh, from there, I went on to Balloon Fight, which is another very simple arcade game that's kind of like Joust. If you guys have ever played Joust, where you ride those balloon, you ride those ostriches with javelins, and you, you know, attack other players. Have you guys played that? Yes. Yeah, back in the day. Sure. I've heard Ronnie, of it. I, I just curious. I have not played that. Ah, you're killing me. <laughs> Well, anyways, in this game, the basic concept is you're in an arena. It's again like Mario Brothers. It's just one screen. And you pretty much have to take out your enemies. And the way you take out your, their, your enemies is by popping their balloons. Everybody has one to two balloons over top of them. Now, with the enemies, once you pop them, if they land on the ground somewhere, they will actually pump a new balloon. So you have to hit, hit their balloon to pop them. Then you have to hit them without their balloon to, quote, unquote, kill them. It's not like, you know, bloody kill them. You just hit them and they fall off the screen. Um, but your, your weapons are gravity and then your flapping arms. That's about it. Uh, it's really funny because you have two balloons on your back and you're just flapping your arms around and that's how you move yourself around and you just have to get over top of bad guys and pop their balloons. Nice. And that's the game. There are 12 levels and then again, that game goes on endless repeat until you're done. I think I saw online where some guy went like 135 levels and I was not interested in doing that because because I want to, you know, have a life. Uh, and then finally, yesterday, I started go- Ghosts and Goblins, and nice. I only beat the first level. And let me tell you, this is so far the hardest game, because on level one, I had to do a lot of safe scumming, and I had to. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it felt like it felt like every like 10 feet, I had to be like, okay, save the game and continue, because they throw so much stuff at you. And so this game is going to be 
uh, a little bit of a trudge, and uh, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it there little by little. Uh, but you know what? Even though this game makes me a little sad and makes things a little difficult, from time to time, every little victory I make, I have to smile. You know what? Smiling's such a good thing to do. I think that's going to take us right to our topic of today. That's right, folks. We're talking about what makes you smile. It is a good morning for smiling, which is ironic because no one will be able to actually see us smiling right now or during this discussion. You're just going to have to trust that we're smiling. Uh, this topic was chosen by 10 beautiful people who listened to us from uh, four different fan-driven options. The four options were Veterans Day, Podcasting Highs and Lows, which we kind of talked about, uh, The Best Year of Our Lives, and this one, What Makes You Smile. Almost 50% of the people, five or six people, uh, they chose uh, this topic, so we're talking about it. Everybody loves hearing a bit of good news. You know, we like hearing, getting thank yous from someone, from other people doing something to make other people laugh. Uh, we all like to smile, but sometimes that doesn't always feel possible, and sometimes we just don't want to do it. So this morning, we're going to simply be talking about all the things that make us smile, which will hopefully make you smile as well. So to get us started off, our buddy Tim Pollan on the Discord, he wanted to share what makes him smile. And he said, at the end of the day, Everyone is asleep, except this little girl waiting for me right here. And he has a picture of his golden retriever that I cannot remember the name of. Bella? Sweetie? <laughs> One of those. Good. That's such Sorry, a Tim. good girl. That's a good girl. Who's he also said girl? that a nice he said that a nice IPA is a close second in making him smile. So with that being said, guys, what kind of things, what kind of people, what kind of situations make you smile? I'll, I'll start this one off. Start I think uh, I, I think Tim is like speaking directly like to Patrick's heart with the dog and the IPA there though, like <laughs> that is right in his zone. So uh, it, is, it is. So in thinking about this, like what makes me happy, um, there's there's a lot of different things, and one thing I will say is, you know, previously before my ex-wife and I had split up, I was unhappy. So my life now is really just seeking out all the things that make me happy, you know, going out, um, you know, doing things that I would never do, you know, that things that I would never do before. I think I spoke before and then I went to a Harry Potter trivia, like I don't even watch Harry Potter, but mm -hmm. it was just going out with friends and, you know, just, just hanging out with uh, really cool people. Um, one of the things that actually probably makes me the happiest and Mark is going to love this one is music. Yeah. So, so I obviously like I live by myself. So my house generally, unless I have a TV on or something is, is quiet. So I, I basically have music on, you know, the entire time I'm here, you know, I'll put it mm -hmm. on my phone. I'm walking around doing my laundry. Uh, you know, as you heard on the last one, like, you know, probably like busting a couple of moves on the way. Uh, but I, you know, I always have something on in the background. It's just, you know, it just makes the day generally better, you know, listening to music and I don't know. It's it's nice. It's a, it's like a soundtrack to my life while I'm just doing housework. So, it uh, it it works out. It works out really good. Uh, every every morning when I get up out uh, of out of bed and I get into the shower, like I have a speaker like in my bathroom, uh, like a Bluetooth speaker that I just hook my phone up to, and I always listen to something like while I'm getting ready in the morning. 
Nice. So it, 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 yeah, it's a really nice thing. Just kind of breaks like the silence, you know. Yeah, Rem- reminds me of that uh, episode of Family Guy where yes. Peter wishes to have a soundtrack. <laughs> what does he? What does he do? He sits up from the he wishes. He sits up from the couch. He wishes for uh, music to play. Uh, whatever, whatever oh, he's doing something. Yeah, that would be awesome. So like he's he's sitting on the couch and he stands up. It's like. <laughs> He's walking down the street. Da, 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 da. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Ronnie. I don't listen to as much music as I used to, and partly it's because of listening to podcasts. But just other times, there's just I, when I work, I'm not very good at doing multiple things, and I can't even sometimes focus on my work and listen to music at the same time. I really have to have silence. But when I listen to music, for me, man, what really makes me smile with music is when I listen to some of them good old '90s bands like Oasis. Um, some Christian groups like Jars of Clay, even, of course, Weird Al, Weird Al Yankovic. He makes me smile all the time with his songs, like uh, Amish Paradise and uh, Since You've Been Gone and some of those classics. So I'm right with you with the music. Music definitely makes me smile for sure. Yeah, I always feel like when I listen to Amish Paradise, like I have to watch that music video because like that just makes it all better. Like that music video is hilarious. And I, I wish there was a situation in which I could do this, but I have that that song memorized and to this day, and I could sing it like nobody's business, and I love that song. Realize she's very plain. All right. It's, it's, hard, it's hard to listen to Gangster's Paradise ever because no, it's not that the right song, words. Like it, you're just like, yeah, it's not, it's not right anymore. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> So other than music, like I said, I, I, I try to get out and do things that I wouldn't normally do. Um, obviously, like I play a lot of volleyball. I did cut down this session. Um, I, I was playing in five volleyball leagues. I'm going down to three Look uh, for a session at least. So, um, But playing that much volleyball has allowed me to you know, meet a lot, new, a lot of new people. And uh, you know, I've met a lot of new friends over this past year playing volleyball. Um, and you know, it's, it's a group of people that I go out with, it seems like almost weekly now. And, uh, yeah, I mean, those things just, just make me happy going places that I haven't gone before, you know, going and doing stuff that I wouldn't normally do. Uh, you know, I, I went and seen the Halloween movie. That's not really in my zone of things that I would normally do, but it was just something, you know, something to go out and do and, and try it. And, um, I think that, that really just, you know, all of those little things like make me happy. So, um, I figured I would keep cool. mine like fairly short music friends, you know, doing random stuff that I'd like to do. Um, the, the bangles don't make me generally happy. Um, (laughs) Hey, at the beginning of the season, if people go back to like episode one, two, and three, you were smiling a lot about the bangles. Oh, we were fired up, man. We were on the road to the Super Bowl back then. (laughs) Yeah. The good old days. uh, Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That that last, this last Sunday was, uh, it was a rough one. Um, and the last thing I will say that makes me happy is, uh, fantasy football. So, fantasy football in general it, it is a game inside of a game but um it, it's a nice it's a nice break from life it's something that um you know you get home from work or you're on your lunch at work or something like that and you you know you just get on there and you check it out and it's like a you know, it's its own little world so it, it it's kind of a it's kind of a way to escape you know kind of what you're doing take your mind off of things and really just you know it, it's always made me happy even though andrew luck's book club is not doing that great right now um, uh, better days are ahead. Better That's right. Ahead it's only up. Luck. It's only up from here, right? Actually, not really, because I've made the playoffs the last two years, and I'm not probably going to this year. <laughs> oh, never mind. That doesn't make him smile uh, either. 
but it is a dynasty league, so you know you just look to you just look to the next year. You keep most of your players, so um, hopefully that'll hopefully that'll turn around. Mm-hmm. Patrick, Patrick, how about you? Oh, well, I got a few things. Uh, one of the biggest things that makes me smile is when I get home from work and I walk into the kitchen door. Uh, my kids start screaming, Daddy! "Daddy's home!" They come, yeah. yeah, they come home, or I come home and. They run to the door, give me a hug. My dog is barking and yelping because she's so excited that I'm home. It's one of the, my favorite parts of the day, uh, getting home and getting a warm welcome like that. It's one of the it's one of the nicest uh, things that I see each day, and I look forward to that because sometimes when I get home and I walk in the kitchen door and then no one is in the kitchen, no one's in the living room. Like where where is everyone? <laughs> Where's Where my, my welcome? welcome? Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, so it is a, it is a kind of a letdown, but, but most of the time they are waiting for me to get home. And that really does make me smile. Yeah. I'm a, I have the inverted, I have the inversion experiences. You now that I work at home when the, when the family gets home, I'm in charge of the greeting. So sometimes I just unlock the door and I keep working and they just walk through the door. (laughs) That reminds me that I need to make that extra effort to say, you know, to greet them. And I I do have times where I'm like, Hey, I'm like waiting at the door, like a crazy person and they open it and I'm just like, surprise, I'm here. Welcome home. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that's a great feeling when the kids greet you for sure. Yeah. Um, my, my, the other one that makes a smile is reading books to my son. Um, Mm. When we read books, we we don't read the actual words. So I I always make up words. So if we're t- if we're talking about if it's a book about bridges, uh, we'll talk. I'll, I'll say something instead of bridge. I'll say like motorcycle, and then my my son's like, no, that's not it, and he starts laughing. <laughs> that's funny. And then I'll then I'll do the the I'll say the exact opposite of what the words say. He's like, no, that's not it. You know, like. And he really, he really loves when I read books to him because we just have a good old time. Instead of just reading, you know, cover to cover, we'll we'll have some fun as we're reading it. So I love do I love reading those books to my son. Yeah, I've had that same experience too with reading, where uh, just when I walk in on my kids reading on their own without us, you know, especially my daughter because her homework now as a third grader is to read a lot, and when yeah. she does it on her own or she says, "I'm gonna go read," and she's really excited about it. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I remember when I was a kid, I was never excited to read as a, as a kid no, that age. I no. was like, I'm going outside or I'm playing Nintendo or, you know, my daughter is so excited. That makes me smile all the time when my kids want to read. When they, you know, bring a book yeah, and just... they bring a book to you, and they're like, Daddy, let's read together. Uh, it's so It's so magical. Yeah, when you just walk into the room and they're just sitting on a chair, sitting on their bed, and they're reading a book in silence. I don't know. It's just it's just something like that. You know, you watch them uh, doing that. It's like that the innocent little time that they're having uh, by themselves. It's really nice. One of the other one of the other things that does make me smile a lot is when I'm playing multiplayer games. Like if I jump into a party chat on uh, Overwatch or whatever, um, I get welcomed by everyone. Hollywood Bones! <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. It's, it's funny. Uh, it does make me smile every single time. Um, but the uh, the last one that really makes me smile is doing this podcast with you guys. Aww. I really look forward to each week. Each week, uh, whether whether the, the editing is is tough or whatever, um, it doesn't matter. It's it's just being here, connecting with you guys. I mean, like. 
Mar- uh, Mark, you know, you're living in Virginia and Lucas, you're in Brazil. Like uh, it's crazy that we're able to do this on a weekly it basis. Uh, when we're, we're not close to each other. You know, sometimes, you know, we're, we're like, well, we're, we live in different countries, different continents and things like that. But, but no, I mean, it feels like we're in the same room each week. So it's, I, I really, I really look forward to uh, each week podcasting for sure. Yeah, man. Mark, how about you, buddy? Oh, things that make me smile. Uh, first and foremost, God's promises, for sure. Amen. Um, just because, you know, they, just reflecting on God's promises, looking through his word, um, get you through so much. And, and the funny thing is, like, you can't, you can't stop being thankful for God's promises once you start writing them down. And, and if you think about all the things, you know, especially with, uh, Thanksgiving coming up, just starting to write down like all the things that you're thankful for, um, yeah. all the, all the ways that God has blessed you in your life. Um, you know, it's something that you can, that can make you smile any day. Um, so definitely, definitely that, um, my wife definitely makes me smile. Um, uh, just the fact that, uh, she laughs at all my stupid jokes and when I'm ridiculous, um, <laughs> the fact that she is uh supportive in so many things that i do uh, i'm pretty sure in comparison to all of our wives and significant others we are totally ridiculous yeah yeah pretty much we're, we're all totally <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> but uh yeah and just the fact that you know she's she's very gracious she's very supportive and she is she's very beautiful and she just makes me smile. So that is that's a big one. Uh, and then some lesser ones. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts makes me smile. Uh, mm, donuts in general. Dunkin' Donuts because Krispy Kremes, Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, Krispy Kreme makes I'm me smile. I'm with you there. Too. Oh man, it makes me smile. See, here's the thing. Like I like Dunkin' Donuts. Krispy Kremes donuts are better, but Dunkin' mm-hmm. Donuts coffee is awesome. I absolutely mm. love their coffee, especially mm. like I'm a weirdo. I I like I only like iced coffee. I'm not a I'm not a fan of hot coffee. All like right. even in the winter, I'll drink yeah, iced coffee. That's all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's good. We will, yeah, I prefer iced coffee. We won't else. knock that like off brand pop tarts. <laughs> Zing. Well, with pop tarts, there's there's one brand. With coffee, there's yeah thousands there's of different brands. That's true. But uh, I will actually likely be going to Dunkin' Donuts after this because uh, that's something my wife and I actually enjoy. Like that's part of our, our day. Anytime that we get to do something like that together, uh, you know, Dunkin' Donuts is kind of like, okay, that's mandatory. Um, and I'm pretty much there like every day before work. So the people there know who I am. Um, so that makes me smile for sure. Um Video games make me smile, make me happy. Um, you yes. know, they're always, they've always been pretty much a part of my life since I was a little kid. I just enjoy, it's one of my, my fun, my fun hobbies that I like to do. And, uh, you know, so uh, I enjoy anything about the gaming industry, you know, watching Twitch streamers. And then, of course, that's how I met all you guys. So, that's For a, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing. Um, superheroes, of course. I'm a big nerd, and we talked about that earlier, so I won't go too much into that. Those things make me smile. Uh, all does Batman make you smile? He does. Um, thinking about like 
just how interesting his his backstory is and 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 how all like his rogues gallery like all the all the villains and stuff like thinking about the psychology of that of the fact that like bruce wayne is his mask batman is his true self um that's always been so interesting to me like they've even touched upon that in some of the movies like like for example batman returns there's like a scene where they have like a halloween masquerade party and he shows up as bruce wayne so that's pretty much his costume his his facade is is bruce wayne to cover up the you know the true person inside and that is batman so mm-hmm. um and just all the stories and all the gadgets and all that kind of stuff uh just makes me smile but yeah superheroes and then uh finally fall weather which we are finally experiencing around here right now uh all the changing of the leaves and and just the change of the the you know crisper cool air and all that kind of stuff and pumpkin anything um you could judge me all you want but i enjoy that all that pumpkin stuff um so yeah certainly makes me smile but uh cool yeah so cool well for me uh i have a number of things that make me smile I am a huge nostalgia guy, so anything that causes me to look back on my childhood or just give me those warm, fuzzy, nostalgic feelings always makes me smile. When I smell uh, tomato soup and then served with grilled cheese sandwiches, man, that just that makes me smile and feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, also, the cartoon theme songs to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, DuckTales, Tailspin, um, Darkwing Duck, all those old cartoons, like anytime I hear those theme songs, which I hear often because a lot of those are my ringtones, um, that makes me smile all the time. Uh, because I live in Brazil, there are a lot of friends and family that I don't, get, I don't get to talk to very much. So anytime I visit the U.S. or even for some reason get to chat, someone sends me a message or something on Facebook, anytime I get to chat with an old friend, I have a friend named uh, Josh back in West Virginia. And every time we get together and talk, we just continue off where we left off. Like there is no like, so you know how with some people, when you haven't seen them for a long time, it can be very uncomfortable uh, with Josh. Yeah. A little awkward. Yeah, a little awkward with Josh. We just, we literally pick up wherever we left off last and it's just so cool. That makes me smile all the time. Uh, anytime I make my wife laugh, I mean, anytime I make anybody laugh, that makes me smile, but especially when I make my wife laugh. Um, and whenever we quote endless amounts of, friends quotes uh that makes me smile every time you can quote any if you want to be a fast friend with me you just quote friends and we will instantly bond and i will instantly smile uh i knew it (laughs) toot to the fruit that's not even a word so anyways uh you know pat you mentioned earlier about your kids a lot of my smiles kind of root back with my family uh any kind of voluntary cuddling, whether it's with my wife or kids, um, that makes me smile. Uh, even with some of the pets I had in the past, uh, anytime they would come up to me on their own and just want to cuddle with me, man, that makes me... Actually, you know what? Any animal can come up to me and want to cuddle with me, and that will make me smile. It doesn't matter what animal, as long as they only want to cuddle. If they want to do something else, then yeah. that's where things get a little... Even cats? Even cats. As much as I, I hate on cats and, you know... Uh, that kind of stuff. If a cat will act like a dog or if it will actually show interest in me, I like it. So uh, I I love a good cuddle. Um, another thing that makes me smile is the beginning of any trip or vacation. The weekend 
or holiday, like Christmas or New Year's, any new beginning, when I know there's like, there's all this, you know, there's possibility on the horizon or possibilities in the future, I, I always smile. Um, and then also, you know, when someone has an epiphany, a life change, uh, the light bulb comes on for them. And I know that I had a part of that. Or, you know, they tell me, you know, you said something the other day that inspired me. Uh, when they, when I have a hand in, in helping people connect with God or connect with making a good decision in their lives, man, that always makes me smile. Um, yeah, buddy. And that's, you know, just to name a few. I know we have lots of things that name a sm- make us smile. Uh, real quick to kind of wrap things up. Uh, Gabriel Pavon, uh, at, I think, G. Pav- G. Pavon, uh, Gabe Pavon. He wanted to know, if you could freeze one moment of your life in your mind and make sure you'll never, ever forget it, what would it be and why? You know, if each of us can just kind of give a real quick moment in, in your lives, what's a, what's a moment in your life where uh, you, could, you just wish you could freeze that memory? And to give you a moment to think, I'll go ahead and give mine because I saw this question ahead of time. But mine would have to be the last beach vacation I had with my mom and dad uh, because my mom passed away when I was 11 and we went to Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. We had a beachfront house. We watched the sunset come up every morning, and we flew kites. We hung out on the beach. Um, if I could, like, f- not only just freeze that moment, that weekend, that or however long we were there in my mind, but like have digital pictures and be able to look at them, that would be, that would make me smile in a kind of a bittersweet way. But it would still just be such a, a cool thing to see. So that's mine. Yeah, for me. I think it'd be the the night that I started dating my wife Ooh. back seventeen plus years Tell ago. Tell us more. Um, <laughs> no, we were we we were we were on the phone for I don't know probably eight hours. Oh, nice. Uh, getting getting to know each other, and you know we're juniors in high yeah. school. So back in two thousand one, I mean, like that was the early internet days where everyone had landlines. So we were on the phone for eight straight hours. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was awesome just to, just to get to know someone, you know, asking questions and things like that. Um, it kind of reminds me of that movie click, yeah. uh-huh. uh, where he uses that remote control and he misses the most important parts of his mm-hmm. life. When, when Gabe, when Gabriel, when he's, when he said, you know, if you can freeze a moment in your life, you know, like I want I don't want to freeze just one moment. I, there's, there's a lot of moments in my life that. I just didn't want, I don't want to miss. I don't want to forget yeah. uh, because they are, they make me who I am For today. Sure. They make me the father, the husband I am today. Um, I just don't, I don't want to miss those moments. I don't want to be on autopilot kind of thing. Um, so if I had to pick one, it'd be, it would be the one that started, started it all off where I am today. Cool. Ronnie, how about you? Yeah, yeah that was a good one. I, I think, um, I think in general for me is almost any Sunday I would like to, to freeze in time. So every Sunday I go over to my mom's house <laughs> for um, like we go over there for dinner. I thought, I thought you were going to say because so, so you don't have to go to work on Monday. <laughs> Sounds like a good enough reason to me. <laughs> oh, man, that's so much better than what I had prepared. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I, so every Sunday I go over to my mom's house, we have dinner. Um, you know, I sit around and talk to her and my stepdad for a couple of hours, you know, we just sit and we laugh and, you know, and talk about the, the week and all this stuff. And, uh, man, that, you know, that's just, you know, one of the most important times in my entire life. Cool. Awesome, man. Cool. Yeah. I, uh, I think for me, the one moment I would freeze in time was the first time I actually went out on a date with my wife, um, for sure. Um, 
you know, we talked outside of a coffee shop for like four hours. Um, so Pat, you got me beat with the eight hour phone call, but still, <laughs> uh, just the fact that, yeah. you know, we had so much in common. We were able to just talk and talk and talk for so long and just get to know each other. That was the start of, you know, a huge turn in my life, uh, into something awesome. So definitely something I, I would, I would freeze in time. Awesome. Nice. That's cool. Very well, cool. Well, with that, I, I have a quick honorable mention is one of the first uh, moments I remember having an extended conversation with my wife was back in college and we talked on the phone. I want to say for 10 hours straight overnight, <laughs> I made her late for her class and I also made her fail her test that day in her oh. health class. But you know what? It was worth it. If Jeez. I could go back in time, I would just say, hey, we're about to have a great conversation. You're going to fail your test, but it's going to be worth it, baby. <laughs> And, uh, it was, it was, you gotta have those moments, you know, where you have those extended conversations with your significant other. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, as much as we want to continue sharing our smiling, happy moments, this is a time we need to wrap things up. People got to go to work. People got to get their day going. This truly is a good morning. And this has been a good morning to be with you guys. Uh, I know that Mark is going to be putting some songs on the Spotify uh, Mark, did you want to mention a song that you're going to be putting on there just to give people a taste of some of the new music? I'll just I'll just real quick put the three that I'm going to put up. Uh, Happy by Pharrell, Don't Stop Believing by Journey, and We Will Rock You slash We Are the Champions from oh. Queen. Those are are songs that just nice. make you smile. Man, I am definitely awesome. going to be good. Songs. I've been listening to your yeah, Spotify so- list, and I love it. I will be yeah. listening to that for sure. And I, as much as I want to sing those right now, I'm not going to because we don't have time. <laughs> uh, did anybody have any closing thoughts that would take you 30 seconds or less? Well, I do. Um, I want to say make sure you do smile because usually when you smile, other people smile. A smile happens from the first smile and it's contagious. Um, I, I, there's, there's a proverb out there that says um, something like, a uh, joyful heart is good medicine, something like that. Um, so yeah, it is. Uh, just make sure you smile because it lightens the mood, lightens the room. Just continue to smile uh, and spread that infectious uh, smile. For sure. As Mark Enjoy. said, you know, sometimes just write something down. You know, make your own list. And if you guys want on the Discord, on Twitter, share with us some of the stuff that makes you smile. I think we'll throw that out this week, uh, in the next couple of days. Just give people the chance to share it because. With all the things that are going on in the world, sometimes you just need to think of things that'll make you smile. And, uh, you know, Pat, you say that, it made me think of Gandhi's quote where, be the change that you want to see in the world. And if you don't think people are happy enough, if you don't think people smile enough around you, well, that's your invitation to smile more yourself and to, to be that change and to lead the way. Sure. All right. Well, that's all for this good morning. Remember, there are a number of ways you can go about listening and connecting with us as a podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, at the GMG Podcast. Beyond that, we look forward to talking at you again next Thursday morning or afternoon on podcast services around the globe. And again, if you can take five minutes after the show to show us some love, rate us on iTunes, maybe even light a little review for some technological reason, it helps us connect with strangers and others seeking to be inspired, seeking to smile and just make good use of their time while they wash dishes or commute to work. All right, my podcasting brothers, Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J, and you listeners, our friends and family, 
Go get your good morning this week. May God bless you and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Jusque le push in far. Until next time, same bat time, <laughs> same bat channel. See you later, guys. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Shut up, Lucas.